We have a very wonderful treat, um, sweet Monica Placluda. She has two beautiful little girls. If you don't know them or know this woman, you need to get to know her because she is, she's amazing. She's one of those women who are just who oozes sweetness, and if you are cantankerous like me, you just want to rub shoulders with her to know what it's like to be loving and encouraging, <laughs> to have those kind of gifting. And she's really passionate about teaching little ones about Jesus, so she is the perfect one to get this uh, to the, give this talk. So um, if you don't know Monica, you might know her husband, JP. He does the porch. He's known a lot as Monica's husband, so um, you may not know his name, actually, but she really goes by Monica husband, but I'll uh, be quiet and let Monica take the floor. Desi, thank you so much. And I'm just so grateful to be here today. And so like Desi said, I'm Monica Picluda, and my husband is Jonathan, or JP, as most people know him. And um, and I graciously and gladly will take the name as JP's wife. And um, and so I mostly take that. And we have two little girls, Presley, who's four, and then Finley, um, Noelle, she's two. And um, and so we we have one speaker in our family, and that is just not me. But I'm glad to be here today, and I'm grateful. You know, I'm I'm passionate about Christ, and I um, and and passionate about teaching um, our girls and kids just in general about Him and who He is, and um, specifically on this holiday, just what He has done, you know, for us. And and it's not just about this holiday, but but um, today I I want to teach you. Um, just a little bit about how to teach your toddler or your preschool preschooler the true meaning um, of Easter. And so today you each um, should have gotten one of the pink handouts, hopefully, um, at the front. And those are just some notes you can kind of follow along um, with me on. I want to look at three points today. Um, The first one is know the Easter message. Teach it to yourself. Um, And then teach it to your kids, secondly, and teach it to others with your kids um, as the last point. And I want to start today just since we're teaching our toddlers and preschoolers the meaning, by reading just a sweet book. I think this was the very first book that we introduced Easter with, um, with Presley. And, and it's just, it's very simple, but, it, but it's very true. And so it's called What is Easter? And it's written by Michelle Medlock-Adams and illustrated by Amy Wummer. What is Easter? The little bunny hops, hops, hops. Is this what Easter means? Is it about the Easter eggs all filled with jelly beans? Is Easter about hunting eggs? I do that every year. Does it mean eating chocolate stuff? I ate my bunny's ear. Is it about the baby chicks? Oh, they're fuzzy and they're fun. I saw some Easter chicks for sale. I really wanted one. Is it about the Easter toys? They're really fun, I think. One time a bunny came to me. His little nose was pink. Is it about my brand new dress and my new Easter hat? Does it mean wearing shiny shoes? Oh, I really do love that. Is it about a big parade with lots of pretty floats? Is it about the Easter choir? They sing the highest notes. No, that's not what Easter means. Easter means much more than that. It's all about God's Son. See, God sent Jesus down to earth to die for everyone. He had to die upon a tree to save us from our sin. But he was only dead three days, and then he rose again. Now, that's what Easter really means. It's quite a special day. Jesus, our Savior, rose again. Hooray, hooray, hooray! 
Today he sits right next to God in heaven up above. He wants to live inside you too and fill you up with love. Okay, now I get it. The Easter bunny is okay and Easter eggs are fun, but Easter's not about that stuff. It's all about God's Son. And so just, you know, what a sweet treat that the fictional stuff, it's okay and it's not bad and I'm not up here today to be be legalistic and say, you know, you shouldn't do any of those things. But it's not what Easter's about and you want to make sure that that your kids are getting that message, that that it's not about, you know, the Easter egg hunts and um, all all the other fictional stuff, but it's about God's son, Jesus, and what he, who he is and, and what he's done for us. And so... Um, my first point, and I'm going to put this on the book. We actually, at the end, are going to have some giveaways, and this is one of them. And so um, we're going to do a drawing, and, and many of these things some of you can take home with you to help teach your kids. Um, the first point um, on your handout is just teach it to yourself. For yourself, know what the Easter message is. Believe in it and live it out. The most effective way to teach your toddler about Easter starts here. If you want to raise passionate followers of Christ, then you need to be and become passionate about him yourself. Um, And the first question I would just ask you is, do you know where to find the Easter story in the Bible? And um, many of you, I think we have them here today, and we've had them at the past couple um, of Building Blocks events, is this... um, Easter packet of, of activities just to teach your toddler about Easter. And um, if you'll open to the first page, where to find the Easter story in the Bible, and it's right there for you. So if you don't know where to find it, go look there. Um, the verses that are in bold are his actual death, burial, and resurrection. And if you'll look underneath, um, it just tells you that if you'll look in um, several chapters before then, it you know is where the foreshadowing takes place. And, and even um, just kind of the beginning where most activities start is the... Um, his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And so, just as I thought about this question myself, you know, do I know where to find the Easter story? And do I know the Easter story? You know, I answer, yes, you know, absolutely I do. And then, as I began to study it a little more and, and, and just got deeper in it, it is just rich. It has so many great just details and um, and just ironies and and all kinds of stuff in it. You know, Jonathan actually taught um, an Easter sermon at the porch this past Tuesday, and he came home and he's like, you know, do you know the the history about, you know, um, he he even went to the fertility, you know, gods, and and do you know about how it um, correlates with the Passover, and do you know that Barabbas, who, you know, was released instead of Jesus, that that his name was actually Jesus Barabbas, and Barabbas means um, the um, son of the father, and so Jesus, son of the father, you know, was released instead of Jesus, and um, and just, just on and on, and so Many of those things, they're really cool, and, and they're, they're great, you know, I think, to teach your kids um, a little bit later, but don't let it be intimidating, and especially with young toddlers and preschoolers, you know, just make sure that you are sticking to truth and sticking to what the Bible says that Easter is, and... Um, and just just doing it in a simple way that they can understand. And then as they get, you know, the truth and what it is, then you can add in all those fun details and cool details to just expand on it and um, and catch their attention that way. And so um, I want to go just to 1 Corinthians 15 uh, next. And... Um, 
It's just a great passage of scripture. And in it, Paul, um, Paul is instructing and, and speaking um, and reminding of the gospel to the church in Corinth. And he just says in there, he says, you know, we need to know the gospel. It's, the gospel is what saves us, knowing that truth and believing in it. And then he says we need to hold fast to it. We need to live it out. And then he goes on to say um, several verses later that... Um, Everything comes down to the resurrection, what we're celebrating this season. And so I love, I just want to read from the footnotes actually in my, um, in my study Bible, just what it says. I love what it says in there about the resurrection. Because he rose, we have certainty that our sins are forgiven. Because he rose, he lives and represents us before God. Because he rose and defeated death, we know we also will be raised. Christ's resurrection guaranteed both his promise to us and his authority to make that promise. We must take him at his word and believe. And so, you know, wow, just such such great truth. Um, and, and if you are really believing in this truth and you have a real faith, then I would ask you, just the next point on your handout is, where are you spending your time and your money and your energy? Is it on the spiritual side, the true meaning of Easter, or is it on the fictional side of Easter? And, and believe me, wherever you are putting that time, money, and energy, it says something to your kids about what is important to you um, in that. And so just some things I listed on the handout were, you know, to think about and things that you spend time and money on are, um, are decorations, activities, and, and with that, you know, Easter egg hunts, pictures with the Easter bunny, clothes, you know, new dresses, suits, hats. Gloves. I don't. Even, I'm not even sure that that we do the whole hats and gloves anymore. But they are at the stores. We just saw them the other day. And um, last year, and speaking about clothes, last year I literally I justified spending sixty dollars on a dress for each of the girls for Easter, thinking, oh, you know, it's their Easter dress for the year. And that is crazy. I mean, that that is silly. Um, and then just Easter baskets, eggs, candies, gifts. And so I would encourage you um, to, to go out and buy a new book. This was actually our new book um, for this year that, that we bought. And we actually, at our house, we have um, kind of a basket where I put each holiday, like all books that kind of correlate and go with, with that holiday. And so this is our new book to add to the basket for this year. And it's just the first Easter. And so as Presley, you know, is a little bit older, it's a great book that, um, that just starts with who Jesus is and, um, and then goes through the Easter story from, you know, his triumphal entry into Jerusalem all the way to, you know, his death, burial, and resurrection, and then what that means for us. And so it has really illustrative pictures um, and just just tells the story in a little bit more elaborate way, um, but a very clear and easy way for the kids to understand. And so I'll leave that up here if you want to um, look at that as well. And um, the resurrection eggs, sorry, I'm going to get it for a minute. The resurrection eggs are also um, a great activity to purchase. We actually, um, I have some if you want to come take a look. I actually made some that I'll, I'll reference a little bit later in the activity packet. And, um, and they're kind of the same thing. But um, you can purchase them at familylife.com 
or shopfamilylife.com. And these just come, they come in actually a plastic container, so it's a little more durable. The uh, materials that are in there are, you know, just kind of 3D ones, and they um, are just built to, to last. And so they're a little bit more sturdy, so you might spend some money, you know, on those. And these are actually going to be a giveaway as well a little bit later, but... Um, the same concept, and it's just a fun, tangible way to teach your child um, about the, the Easter story. And so, um, also, you know, there's not a whole lot of decorations um, for, for Easter, but I would encourage you, you know, maybe buy a new cross or two to put up instead of, you know, all the eggs or the bunnies or the chicks or, you know, whatever those are. And not that those are bad. You can actually um, put Christian symbolism into those and talk about how, you know, those can symbolize the beginning of new life. And when we confess and believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, that we have new life in him. And so correlate, you know, some of the things that are fictional with, um, with, by putting Christian symbolism and meaning to those. And then one thing, um, too, just to, you know, I think is a huge encouragement to your kids, and it shows that, you know, you're proud of their work, and you're proud of them, you know, learning about, about Jesus and what the true meaning is, is just putting up some... Um, some of their crafts and things that they have done um, that depict, you know, the resurrection and the story of Easter. And use those as decorations around your house at Easter time. Uh, Jonathan and I's biggest prayer for the girls is that they would know um, the Lord at an early age, that they would um, love him with all their hearts, and that they would serve him all their days. And so a way for us parents to aid in this, besides a whole lot of prayer, is my second point today. Just teach it to your kids. Teach the truth meaning of Easter to your kids. Proverbs 22.6 says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So we already said, um, and you know what, I might not have said that um, but I meant to, I think I did actually, that, um, you know, kids, they notice. They notice where you put your time and your money and your energy. And so then you need to think about, too, what are you training them in? You know, what, what message are you sending them? What are you training them in? The fictional side of Easter or the spiritual and to love your child by celebrating and sharing Jesus with him, who he was and what he has done um, for, for all of us. And one of the best ways to do this is just through hands-on, practical, and fun experiences. And ladies, let me tell you, I know that some of you may not attend Watermark, um, but if you do, you need to be grateful that Watermark, they supply... Um, for us, just amazing resources that we can use. So use them and, and use them to teach your children um, about God and about Jesus. And so, you know, research shows, and just from I, um, before I, I, we had Presley, I was, a, I was a teacher, a kindergarten teacher. And so just from teaching young kids and research, you will learn that young children learn best by modeling and repetition, rhythm, and then just doing and being engaged in the activity. So on your packet, you'll just find some suggestions, or on your handout, sorry, your pink handout, you'll just find some suggestions to aid you in this. And the first one on there is just the building box packet of activity, which I referenced a little bit earlier. And I just want to read you the mission statement that I kind of wrote when I was creating just this packet. Just that um, this packet includes ideas intended to be used and adapted to encourage the real reason we celebrate Easter. 
Please note that the ideas, activities, books, etc. in this packet are to help foster the different learning styles of each child. And with that said, this is important, please don't let the quality, the, the quantity overwhelm you, but rather choose one or two that would work well for you and your child and have fun teaching them just the true meaning of Easter. So don't get overwhelmed by the plethora of stuff maybe that, that you know, you're thrown upon, but choose, you know, a thing or two and spend time, um, just really diving in and having fun with your kids and teaching them, you know, what the true meaning of Easter is. Another thing that, that, that just one thing I'm going to reference in this packet is the resurrection eggs, which I mentioned that you could purchase this at, um, at familylife.com. Um, I also put in here a way, if you don't have that in your budget, you can make your own at home, and that's a great way to do. But, but the thing I want to reference, which I did at the very end of the packet, is just that... Um, there, there are all kinds of items that you can include, and, and there's a huge list of them that can represent the, the true story of Easter from Jesus' um, you know, triumphal entry into Jerusalem to his resurrection and then, um, and then ascension. And so um, choose what's important. You know, figure out what is important to you. And I would definitely say you, know, you want to definitely have something that represents his death his burial and his resurrection but then in the midst of it you know I, I gave you a handout um, that has some from the from the, the resurrection eggs on family on from the family life set and um, so there's tons there's tons of ideas that, that you can use there so choose ones that that either you have if you're making your own um, or or ones that you would like to include um, and then the next thing on the list is just the Sunday playbooks. If you're not familiar with these, these are just, um, they're basically um, a sheet that they send out in an email. And it's just an extension of activities that you can use to support and, um, and reinforce um, the lessons that they have learned on Sunday at church if you, if you go to Watermark. And... Um, you know, one from this last week, which I actually have examples um, of, that the girls did, and um, I think it's actually from the past two weeks, but they made Easter mobiles um, depicting the story of Easter. So the last, the last two weeks and then the next two coming up weeks um, on Sunday morning, they are learning the Easter story in their, in their classrooms here. And so it's just a simple Easter mobile that has Easter written across. They got to decorate it. We put the memory verse that we're learning at home, and then we have our first two activities, Jesus' triumphal entering to Jerusalem and then um, his death on the cross. And then the next two will be um, his burial and then um, his, his resurrection. And so those are fun ways, and we've hung them in our house. And they're, you know, part of our Easter decorations that the girls can just look at and be reminded, oh, that's what Easter's really about, you know. Um, let me see. The next thing on the list is uh, just scripture memory verses. There are so many verses um, throughout the Bible that just foreshadow, um, you know, the gospel and the Easter story and then the, that point back to it. And so an easy way to teach these to your child is just to put them to tunes they already know. Um, I'm not 
a great singer, and I don't carry a tune well, but if I put it to, you know, Mary Had a Little Lamb or The Wheels on the Bus, it's much easier, and it's easier for them um, to learn, and it is just, it is so sweet to see your child, Finley, at two, you know, years old, just writing scripture on her heart, and then Presley, you know, being able just just to um, remember it and, and bring it back up when she is faced, you know, with a situation, and so... Um, a verse that I included just on there that's a great verse, and it's, it's kind of a long one, but you could break it up um, into pieces to learn it. It's 1 Peter 3.18. For Christ died for sins once and for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive by the Spirit. I mean, that is the gospel in one verse. You know, memorize it with your child. Have them be able to pull it out and share it, you know, with someone else. Um The next thing is hymns. There's not a whole lot of just Easter songs and music out there, but this might be a great place if you um, are a hymn family and really enjoy hymns. That might be a great place um, to look to, to teach your child. And then, I actually, the next idea I heard from someone um, in a talk is just that each year have your child, you know, come and tell you or retell you the Easter story and then go back year after year to see their growth that they've made from, from previous years. And so kind of just an accountability for your kids and, and to see, you know, are they growing and learning? And then for you as well, just in you teaching um, that. And so just in using um, and taking these different ideas, um, I would encourage you to use your calendar. Um, things run so much smoother and they're so much less stressful with young children if you will take the time and plan a little bit, you know, even if it's a little bit, plan a little bit, just the time and the materials that you'll need to do the activity before you're sitting down and actually presenting it and doing it with your kids. And um, if you found yourself already so wrapped up in the fictional side and you have bunnies and eggs and chicks and, you know, all the other stuff all over your house, I would encourage you um, and challenge you just to, to drop two fictional things each year and add in at least one um, that has to do with the resurrection. And if you are an overachiever and you would like more ideas or activities, um, you can easily go online and type in, you know, teaching, my ch- t- teaching your child the true meaning of Easter. And there will be, you know, a ton of, of activities and ideas that pop up. And, um, you know, as a teacher, we used to say the best ideas come from someone else. And because you're not spinning your wheels trying to create it, you can have it and then you can adapt it um, to make it fit your child and their learning style. And then that leads just to my, my last point. My third point for today is teach it to others with your kids. Um, Colossians 4 or 5 says, Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. What a great opportunity we have at Easter. I mean, this is the holiday that celebrates and is the gospel. What, what an amazing opportunity that you have today to, to, to share that with others. Paul says, woe to me if I don't preach the gospel. Our faith pivots on this story. We need to be ready to share it at any time. And so this Easter, it's just a layup opportunity for you. Use it. Take advantage of that. And I would, I would almost guess that, that if you're not sharing the gospel at Easter, you're probably not sharing it and not um, being obedient, you know, many other, being obedient to, to that calling and other times of the year as well. 
So on your pink handout, you'll also find um, some easy ways that you can share um, and do that. The first one is just Easter invites for church. I actually have a stack over here on the table. If you want to come pick up, you know, a few and hand them out to your neighbors or, or whoever, please feel free to do that. That's why um, why I had those there. That isn't, that's a you know, you can take 10, 15 minutes one afternoon and take your child, knock on the neighbor's doors. Presley, one of her favorite things this week is um, is the saying, Easter is coming soon. And so she runs around the house, Easter is coming soon. Easter is coming soon. And um, so take your child up to, you know, your neighbor's door, knock on the door and have your child say, Easter is coming soon. We would love for you to join us, you know, at our church this Saturday or Sunday and hear what it's really about. Um and then the second one on there is just the Jelly Brain Easter jars. And we actually are combining those first two activities. Um, what that is, I took, I actually, on the white handout, you'll see um, this activity. And I took directly from one of the playbooks, actually last week's playbook, of an extension activity, the Easter jars. So all you do is fill an Easter jar with candy. And I would, um, I'll give you a hint, it's better to use just the regular old plain jelly beans, not jelly bellies, not um, brocks or, you know, whatever it is, just so that it has all the original just colors of the jelly bean in it. And then, um, so fill a jar, and then on that paper you'll find just kind of a little poem and then just a little prayer at the bottom that you can attach to it that um, tells and symbolizes what each color of the jelly bean means, telling the story, and um, the true story of Easter. And so... Um, just a little gift, and you can you can do this and stick one of the Easter invites with it and, and go around and do that. So that is our plan, actually, for tonight, for Presley to go and knock on our neighbor's door and say, Easter is coming soon. We have a gift we'd love to share with you. And, and then even sharing, you know, what, what Easter's about and inviting them to join us um, at church. Um, the next thing on, on um, just a suggestion for this is the cross, the big white crosses that you see in everybody's yard. You know, I, I remember moving to Dallas, and around this time, I would always notice those crosses. I'm like, what is that? How do they get those? Where do those come from? And um, you can actually, you can get them at Logos Bookstore. I know that um, churches hand them out sometimes. I'm not sure if anybody else knows where... Um, Oh, Mardell's. Mardell's. Yeah, that's a great place. So Mardell's. Um, those are great opportunities that you can stick in your yard. And people are curious about them. They're going to be asking, you know, what is that? And then, you know, what a great opportunity that you can just share the gospel with them through that um, simple piece of yard art. Um, and then the last thing I have on the list is just host an Easter party at your house. And I know, it, you know, it's totally fine to do that with your play group or your family or your friends, but I would really challenge you to, you know, get a little bit out of your comfort zone, invite neighbors, invite people who might not know the story and read a book and, and do a simple, fun little activity for the kids and, you know, teach others about um, the, the Easter message. And you, by doing all these things, you're modeling for your sweet little ones, you know, what hopefully they're, they're called to do um, as well. 
Jesus says in Mark 10:45, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. If we are being transformed into the image of Christ, then we should be doing the same thing. So go, love, share, serve, tell others this amazing story of grace and mercy and, and love and hope. You know, and just, just like I said, model it for your little ones, what that looks like. And just as I thought, as I was kind of wrapping up my outline, and I thought, you know, what does it look like when I'm impacted by something? And, you know, the first thing I thought of was Gap. You know, I I am a huge proponent. It is my favorite store for the girls is Gap. And I love my, I love when they have sales. They always, you know, I I love the store because they, you know, they have comfy clothes, which, which, is actually my first priority in, in the girls' clothes is that they're just comfy and they can move in them. And, but they're cute. So they're comfy and they're cute. And anything that goes in that store is probably going to be on the sell rack within a couple of weeks. And so my favorite sell is the additional 40% off of the sale items. And, you know, when I see that in the store, I call my friends, I email them, and I'm like, hey, Gap has their 40% off, you know, additionally of, the, of what's already on sale. And, you know, I praise the cashiers and the, check- um, the checkers, you know, when they check you out. And, and just tell them, man, this cell is so great. Thank you so much, you know, for putting it on. I love, you know, when y'all have this. And so my friends know that I love Gap. My kids know that, that I love Gap. You know, their clothes are practically branded with it. And then I got to thinking, do I do the same with the gospel? You know, the true story of Easter. Do others know that I know it? Do others know that, that I'm all about it and that's what I want to be all about? You know, do my kids know know um know it? Does God know it? Do I praise him for it? Do I thank him for it on my knees um, daily? You know, what What message am I sending? And so just to wrap up and close this out today, I included also on that handout just some questions that I want to leave you with and I want you to think about um, and ask yourself. And the first one, you know, do you know what Easter is really about? And if you don't, I would just encourage you, look it up. Find out. You know, please feel free. Anybody in a black shirt today, I'm sure others, I mean, ask questions. Seek answers. You know, we we would love to share that with you. Feel free to email me, monicapacluda at uh, gmail.com, you know, with any questions that you may have. would love, love just to be there and, and, and love on you in that way. And then if you do, are you trusting in it and being transformed by it daily? Does it still bring you to your knees? Um, and then once you've answered that, do you love your sweet kiddos enough to teach them about it in ways they can understand, in ways that they're going to remember, and then in ways they're excited about? And then... And just the last one, if you truly believe and trust in the Easter story, the gospel, then you should be sharing it with others. How could you not? All right. Let me pray, and then we're actually um, going to go ahead and draw some names and, and do some giveaways just of the things. Father, I just come to you this morning, and I thank you so much just for the opportunity to be up here um, even when I didn't want to, Father, but I pray that that more about that. It is just not about me. It's not about, you know, the Easter egg hunt we're about to go on. It's not um, about any of that fictional stuff, Lord. It is just all about you. I pray, um, Lord, that our minds and our hearts would be transformed by your message of grace and love, Lord. I pray that um, that through that we would be able to teach our kids, um, Lord, the truth 
of Easter. And Father, I pray that we'd be able to share it with others. I thank you so much just for these women taking time out of their day to come this morning and um, and just to... to um, just for their desire to um, know you deeper and their desire to teach and build these truths into their children. Father, we love you, and I pray that we would just never, um, we would never grow um, just weary in doing good, that we would never um, grow tired of, of your hope and your love and your grace for us. Father, I love you so much, and I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.